All right, here we are. We're back. All together for the first time in a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. I think it's been about a month since we've all been on the same screen, which is kind of fun. It is. Back with you. Yeah, good, good. Well, I think uh, I think we decided to jump right in tonight. Um, yes. I'm so excited. So excited. We, Just I think we, all, we all felt like we could continue our private conversation for another six hours and um, and be very happy with that. And yet we know that God set aside this time for uh, everyone else to experience a little bit of that blessing as well. So here we are. Amen. So, so Mark, what, Mark uh, why don't you start us off. Yeah, I, I, let me let me step in because uh, this is something that just happened to me uh, the last couple of days, and uh, uh, it's um, it felt significant. So I'll share. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I've been out, you know, walking, having to get my steps in uh, every day. I've been doing that for quite a while, but we've been more intense in the last few days, and. Um, Near my home um, is a hill, and it's a really steep hill. It's it's a hill that's sort of it's steep, and it keeps being steep for you know, like it's a never-ending steepness almost. Uh, I've walked up that hill. I've ridden my bike up. I've driven my car so many times over the last thirty-something years, thirty-five years probably. Um, so two. Two nights ago, I was out walking and I, I came to the to the hill and I, I didn't feel like I had a whole lot of energy. I felt like, oh my goodness. And I remember going up that hill previously and I would have to stop a few times just to get my breath. And So anyway, I was starting this, starting this walk and I did something different. I'd just been listening to some things and, and so I, I, I focused on where my feet were going and I just focused on the, on the ground there. And as I'm, I'm just blocking everything else out, not even thinking about it as a heel, whatever, and just really focused. And I'm also focusing on my breathing, you know, in and, and, and out. So I'm focusing on my breathing and I'm focusing on where my foot goes. And after, after a short period of time, it started to look like I was walking on a flat piece of land, like a flat, like it was flat, not a heel. Now, things in my head are sort of going off if I give it too much thing because I know it's a hill. But my experience at that particular point of time was every place on which my foot was treading, mm. it, you know, you know, I know that the scripture says God has given it to you. Every place on which your foot should tread, mm-hmm. you know, I've given it to you, as he said it to, to Joshua. Mm-hmm. Um, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I know all of those sorts of scriptures, but in reality, I was just focused on that point, and so I I made the heel without a stop, without mm-hmm. a breath, without because it just felt like it flattened out, and it felt like my body was coming into alignment with wow. what I was seeing for that a moment. Mm-hmm. Now, if I stopped at any time, I think, and looked up at the heel. I'm sure that my body would, oh, it's a hill. Yeah. Right? And and so I thought, last night, I'm going to try it again. See if it works. It was just a fluke. You know, it was just a one-off. I tried it again. And it was even more of a flattened out thing. Right? It, it, it was even easier. Wow. I was at the top of the hill and realized, looking up, oh, I've done that. I've just done it. 
Now, mm. you know, some people might say, well, you're just getting fitter and all that sort of stuff. What, in two days? You know, in a day? Um, I don't think so. In fact, I actually did more walking yesterday than I did have time. So I was more likely to have been tired out. Uh, but I think there's a key in in developing um, the the focus. You know, we're visionary, so you know we're always out there looking. Mm-hmm. And I'm do that. You know, I'm I'm looking at next year and the year after, sort of a thing. You know, I could be easily out there. But I think I'm having to learn the presence time and looking at okay. keeping discipline just to look at where I am. And I think it's going to make it easier for me to watch my feet like in that walk. And that, that was just mm. a powerful. It was a powerful illustration to me because it was so different walking up that hill on those two times than it was at any other time. Mm. That's why I'm talking to you about it now because I, I, I felt like there was something in it because it was, um, so contrast to previous times yeah 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 really good i'm i'm uh i always think it's interesting because uh, years ago when i had taken a step back i I mentioned this earlier a good friend of ours told me you know chris you're a big visionary but right now you need to remember the word says that his word is a lamp unto your feet Come on. And a light into your path. Like, like it's actually just for your next step. That's good. It's not always for the destination. And um, so I think that there's a lot of significance because I, I feel like there's a battle for the big picture. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, I think many of us never actually see the culmination of the big picture because we lose focus on our next step. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe we get daunted by the size of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can relate to that. And I shared with you guys earlier, back when I used to rock climb a lot, there was rock climbing problems were rated for the hardest move that's on them. So if there's a hundred foot route, if the hardest move is a certain hardness, then there's a rating for that. And it might be five, ten A or something like that. And you can you kind of start to know what that is. But there'd be some five, ten A's though that had tremendous exposure. So for instance, it was a hundred feet but it was on the corner of a rock face. So you're kind of straddling space instead of climbing up a face. And that corner might be jutting over a 300 foot drop over top of a lake. And all of a sudden that 510A, the moves didn't get harder. There's still 510A moves, but we would call it exposure. There was so much exposure that it became very heady because if you looked around, it was overwhelming to see the grandeur that you were situated within. And so I often had to do the exact same thing in rock climbing. I'd have to come to the point where I, I literally would notice the grain structure of the rock that I was putting the handholds I was putting my hands on because it would keep me focused in the micro that was in front of me because I knew if I looked around, I was going to lose it emotionally and actually lose my focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, heights and me do not go together very well. They don't for me. Either. I, 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 I don't know heights. I'm, I'm, I, it's a it's a fear thing, and a roller coaster is even worse. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's another story. Uh, but I can handle Love I can handle I can handle the height if I'm uh, if I'm just enjoying what I'm seeing. The moment I look down, and I, this is with most people, I think the moment you look down Ooh. and see how far you're off the ground, that's that's a that I, I can't handle that. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, 
Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I think that where we look is an important thing. I think where we are focusing on, it's a very important, and the power of focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But see, whether you're rock climbing or whether you're taking a fitness walk or whatever you're doing, you're on the way to going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that we mm-hmm. can get wrapped up in our destination. Yeah. Yes. You know, we get wrapped up on where we're going more than the next step that we're taking. And then we take a lot of missteps and we find ourselves exposed. Right. <laughs> you know, in that place of exposure or we're worn out, we get burnt out, we get fried yep. because we're, we're our eyes are on the destiny, but we're not paying attention to the steps. The, the destination is important, right? Yeah. But, you know, but but so is equally. And, and I think this is one of the interesting things because, I, I, again, I was thinking about this this morning, again, at another another walk, but I was, I was thinking about how I'm, I'm multi-focused. I could mo- focus on a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, me right? too. I have a lot of plates going, a lot of things going on there, and I love it and all of these sorts of things, you know. And other people can, can't even then handle one of those things, you know. But why? But, but the downside is that I cannot do well on focusing on 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 the on the here now, focusing on one thing. And I think that's I think you got to understand what your strength is, but you also have to strengthen your weaker part, mm-hmm. or you know you you have to work at that. I naturally do this, and I naturally do it well. Or even supernaturally do it well. So what I have to learn is the thing that I'm not so good at, I have to strengthen up. And the Holy Spirit wants to help me. God wants to help me, but I have to actually go after it. I have to identify it and have to do some things that will strengthen that being present. Mm-hmm. Part, that focusing yeah. focusing on that, mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. So... Um, so, uh, one of the things that led me into our last few few days is just uh, focusing on a on a prophetic word that came from um, uh, somebody that I know um, from Australia, um, Lana Vorsa. Um, many people would have heard um, of her. And you know how you can if you uh, have it, you need to. If you yeah, have it, you need following. To. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, a lot of you know, a lot of prophets, and she does, puts a lot of words out, and and they're all good, but there's occasionally a word that hits you in the front of the face. You know, it's like it's a now timing. It's, mm-hmm. it, 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 I'm sure the others were now words for other people, but yeah, this has become a crucial word if, um, f- for me, and it's this word that she released about securing the new land. Yeah. And I think that we're really close to heading into um, a new time, something that we've been talking about for uh, for a long time, you know. But I think that we are coming very close into the realization of of some um, some really, and she's got some really good points in this. Do mm-hmm. you, really good. Want to want to a little bit or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll start at the very beginning. She um, go, talks about um, the inheritance, right? Like God's going to measure out the portion of his inheritance to yeah. the people. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. um, and secure the land that he's promised you. And when I first read that, I, I heard that I just had that sense of, wow, there's such a battle over the promises. That's right. There, there is such a battle over promises because she says, mm -hmm. you know, the Lord's securing the new land he has promised mm -hmm. you. And yet so many of us have forgotten about the promise. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I think that as we've gone through this last season of uh, difficulty, I think that even I'll just say, I, I think that there's been a little prophetic schizophrenia going on um, in the sense of some people, you know, hailing the the end of all things and how awful and evil and horrible, which is in a direct attack on the promise. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Those prophetic words, I think, are such a direct attack on the promise that God has given. And mm -hmm. so for a lot of people have lost hope. That's right. Because sure. because they're no longer paying attention to where they're at in their securing of the promise of God. Right. But yet here's this thing that she says, the Lord is now securing the new land. He has promised you don't fear for the Lord is going to show you just how faithful he is to his promises. Yeah. He's rooting your promises down deep. He's marking out the new land for you to enter. And the new land is lined with. Psalm 16, 6, which says that your pleasant paths lead me to pleasant places. <laughs> like, you know, and Mark, you're talking about, I'm just focusing on my next step and this hard thing yeah. leveled out, right? Like yeah. this hard thing leveled out. And now I'm, I'm on a pleasant path mm -hmm. to a pleasant place where in the past mm. it would have been a nightmare. Yeah, mm. I wouldn't have been able to finish it. I wouldn't have been able to complete it. And I think one of the things that it does is having that level out, it reminds you of the promise of your health, the promise yeah. of what God wants to do and what he first said. Yeah. Because life yeah. happens, you know, we, we have had several years of, of um, turbulence and the, the promises yeah. have been questioned. Yeah. We've had a battle for these promises. Yeah. I, I don't think it takes any great ability to be able to find what was wrong and done wrong in the last couple of years. Might we uh, have. <laughs> we I might be able I, to figure I, that out. <laughs> I, I don't think it, you know, and, 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 you know, be all conspiratorial and be all of those sorts of things. But I think it does take some supernatural mm -hmm. ability and wisdom and insight to be able to look at what God was doing. Yeah. And yeah. what he achieved in that period of time, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, for a lot of years, when we talked about wilderness, people, oh, no, I'm going into a wilderness time or, or mm -hmm. whatever else. Listen, God led Jesus into the wilderness. Yeah, God by did. Spirit. The Holy Spirit. God yeah. took the people of God into the wilderness. And you can focus upon, well, they missed it and they didn't do all of those sorts of things. Oh, it's part of his plan. He was he was he achieved all this sort of stuff. I mean, that wilderness for the people of God was forty years of the supernatural, forty years of miracles every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that was yeah. that was an encounter with God all of the time. Is miraculous, being fed, yeah. you know, being the clothes didn't wear out, all of those sorts of things. It was incredible. Mm. Forty experience and forty years, a whole generation of miracles mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and so and so we can either look at this last three years as being a horrendous time and difficult 
was it all of those sorts? Yeah, there was all sorts of things going on. And yes, we're not going to ever be the same because throughout the world of some things that were put into place and turned place. But it was a transition time. It was a yep. it was a yep. moment of time yep. between the, an era that was and an era that's going to come. Yes, there's a um, a word from Fiorella Giordano. Uh, she goes by Fee, and she's often on Elijah List as well, like Lana Bosser. They just want to share about this transition time we've been in. And she said, when you're trying to discern the next step, pay attention to where God's presence shows up as you are thinking and pondering your options. Mm -hmm. When you feel his presence landing on one of your thoughts and you feel the keyword here, expansion in your heart and around you, pay attention because that is where he's expanding your territory. Sometimes your next step is not so much about movement forward, but rather of movement of expansion. Yeah. You're going from a mindset of getting to your destination to a mindset of expanding to make room for the goal and destination. And I think that Chris, you've had this really strong word about expansion. Yeah. I think that there's, there's something about, you know, Mark, you're saying in the season of transition, I think God's been expanding us internally to be able to receive that, which he, the promise that he's prepared for us. We, uh, we had this conversation about the turn, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like, hey, it's time for the turn, and now we're in the turn. And I mean, I it it just cracks me up. At one point, I was like, how many things are going to get thrown out of the car because of how hard we're yanking on this thing or slamming on the brakes? The doors open, things are flying mm -hmm. all over the place. It mm -hmm. felt absolutely chaotic to mm -hmm. be in the turn. Yeah. <laughs> like it was yeah. like, how many things? can get thrown into the front seat when I slammed on the brakes, you yeah. know, in 2020, the brakes were slammed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like we, we know Absolutely. that the, like, it was chaos, just an absolute mess. But, but yet now you see what we're coming into and you look around and you go, wow, all the junk that was in the car is no longer in the car. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Mark Batterson in, in, in his book, in a pit with a lion on a, on a snowy day, says this, God is in the business of strategically positioning us in the right place at the right time. Uh -huh. a, sense of, a sense of destiny is our birthright as followers of Christ. God is awfully good at setting us where he wants us to go, but here's the catch. The right place often seems like the wrong place. Isn't that and funny? The right time, again. The right place often seems the wrong place. And the right time often seems like the wrong time. Mm -hmm. And I, I wonder, so, I wonder if how how intentional of, of that is of God, because you have to see through the eyes of faith. You have to yeah, see through it. the eyes of revelation when you look yeah. at something and say, "I I have a sense God's up to something here. I think He is." Yep. And everybody else around about you say, "Don't be silly. This is the terrible time. This is the worst time." For it to be, you know, what are you thinking, you know? Um, and and it's like, no, no, I think I'm looking through it. I feel, I feel like the Holy Spirit. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't look like it's the right time, but I think it might be. Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Go ahead, Peter. Oh, I was just thinking about that. It used to be so funny. There was a season where God was. This happened to me and Megan a lot. We'd be held up in grocery stores, like odd things, like. Um, 
we forgot something on the other side of the store, we go back and get it. Then we go back to the other side. We forgot something else. We go back to the other side. You know, we'd ask the cash or ask one of the workers for something that wasn't out for some reason. That would be a delay. And it'd be comical. You're like, we normally just get through the grocery store, but it'd be comical. And every time that it happened, there was a, there was a Kairos opportunity to minister to someone waiting there. Like, you know, af after like the third or fourth odd delay and you're like, you're like, this shopping trip just got doubled in length. We just learned to be like, all right, God, what's the agenda? And then what's within the a second, you're sharing the gospel with someone or ministering to someone or seeing an old friend that you run into. Yeah. So you would good. not have seen otherwise. And so often that is like the right time in the right place. But like you said, Mark, it doesn't look right. And I'll say this. Sometimes it doesn't feel right. Like when God starts to move you around, yep. don't move me like that, you know, um, or I don't like this delay or this is uncomfortable. Um, but just because there's a tension doesn't mean that there's something wrong. Correct. Oftentimes, as Graham Cook says, it means there's something happening. Yeah. yeah. And so the yeah. whole thing is, you know, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. Yes. You know, and, and, and that isn't an excuse. He's not giving us an excuse to be able to live in is, you know, he, he is saying my, my ways are not your ways, but I wish they were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My thoughts are not my thoughts, your thoughts, but I wish they were. Yep. Um, even, even though they're significantly a distance, I, I'm in the process of bringing that closer and closer mm. together. And I think in the last three years, that's exactly what's happened. Mm. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that, that, and we're getting prepared for, I think, something that I, I, you know, I, I, I feel it. I feel like we are, we are getting very, very close to um, some things. And, and, and all I can say is a new day, a mm -hmm. new time, a new, a new land, new, you know, whatever else yep. it is. Cause I, I don't even have, I don't think any of us have the insight of what it is, nor do we want to be able to say, what's well, going to look like this because then it's become old. Yes. And I think this is part of Chris, you said there's a little bit of prophetic schizophrenia. And I, I remember, um, you know, obviously at the start of 2020 and then into 2020, there is a little bit of shaking in the prophetic movement. And there was, you know, just some difficulty in that season. And of course, I think the father's heart is not that the confidence in the prophetic should be shaken at all. Like the prophetic's a gift right. to the body of Christ. But, but I think that, um, you know, it was a challenging time. And I think part of the reason that it was challenging looking back in hindsight, you know, um, is not as hard as foresight, but part of the reason it was challenging is that there was a desire for clarity that just maybe wasn't there in certain instances. You know what I mean? Because yeah. when God shifts into the mode of my words, a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path, mm -hmm. there's, there's, there is an element to understand that that doesn't necessarily mean that he's also going to give you the grandiose vision in that season. Like sometimes he speaks to me in grand vision and other times it's like, trust me, you need to just take step after step. And I think that that's part of where there's there had been some difficulty. And what Mark's saying is, I think this is part of the upgrade for the body of Christ coming into this next season. I feel like the Lord's taking that's a leader good. off of some vision and he's starting to reestablish a day, like the acceptable year of the Lord, like Chris mm -hmm. and I talked about a few weeks ago, where there's something mm -hmm. where the, the limiter is being taken off some vision. It's really a new day. It's a new time for new hope that's coming in. But I don't want us to lose some of what he's established in this season, which is the ability to trust him through tremendous transition and yeah. intense unknowing. 
Yes. You know? And I think that there's there's a balance of being able to live in both of those places, like Mark's initial story was, where it's like, yes, you can see the vision sometimes, but sometimes I just need to be about what's in front of my feet. Yeah, that's really good. So, so that's really good. Lana, Lana says this. This land is so different, so new, but don't be afraid because the Lord is taking care of you. It's a new level of pioneering, mm. a new level of navigating, but he's going to teach you his way in greater ways. He's going mm. to give you divine insight and strategy to navigate this new land. You'll pioneer the new, and it will be bountiful. Come on. Yeah. And I, yeah. so I think that well, the focus is the focus is that God's God is one has been teaching us how to navigate. Yeah. That's new. it. How, how, how to how to how to touch the new, how to pioneer the new. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. I would say with that, when it comes to vision, next steps, where are we going? We look at often um, that big picture vision. Okay, God, what are you saying? And, you know, we're in a process and, uh, you know, Meek and I are looking and going, okay, like, what's the business going to look like in five years? Like best and what would it feel like? What would it, you know, like engage the senses, get all the, you know, concepts of the vision as we make some decisions about her business, about my business, about stuff, you know, like, okay, what is it? And it's funny because he's already given us promises, mm. right? He's already given us the promises. And now what we're doing is we're saying, okay, God, how, how are these promises are going to come to pass? And we've got this great word about, oh, you're going to actually pioneer. It's going to be bountiful. <laughs> and then what, what is it that we need to do? Pay attention to his presence because where his presence is, that's the thing that you've got to actually begin to become obedient to that, that, yeah from fee that word from fee on expansion but then with um you know lana vosser's word she's like yeah. look the new land is not going to look the way it's ever looked before you you can't compare it to something you can't have uh -huh. an expectation all yeah. you have is obedience all you have is this That's place good. it's dramatic yes mm. to the lord and mm. um and i think it's going to be really really important as we expand territory to recognize that it's not going to be recognizable yeah yeah mm. you know it's not going to be reasonable none of us are going to think that this will work yes because it's a god mm. move yeah it's god mm. promise it's faith territory yeah right so I, I love i love what we've got going on are you guys okay if i go over these comments real quick please all right yeah uh leanne says hi kevin um and in talking Ooh, about Yes, so wonderful to have Leon on here. Um, uh, talking about the 2020, right? It was a resting period for many. I agree that it did cause a Sabbath. It did cause that rest period. And um, I think it also broke a lot of spirits with hopelessness. Mm -hmm. um, when when rest, when you lose vision in rest, you actually become hopeless. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. So you have to actually rest with vision. Um and then uh, Kevin says, because it doesn't look what we think it should, I think yeah. absolutely right. And then uh, Leanne says, like just about everything with Jesus, <laughs> right? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Dave, 
be careful out there. Driving on <laughs> ice. And knowing it's, Dave, it might you might be driving 140 miles an hour in a motorcycle around a corner on ice. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm always walking on thin ice. Uh, well, <laughs> that's just because you're Australian. Um, and then uh, <laughs> um, I, I it's snowing here now. Uh, Leanne, of course, says yes to what I'm not sure. And uh, there's so I the, think the thing about the vision, you know, you got to rest yeah. with vision, which I think yeah. is, I yes. think is yeah. key. And you know, we've talked about the three of us have talked about feeling like it's time to start to talk about this next year and this new season and maybe the coming month, you know, so Lord willing in these coming episodes, we might go after that a little bit. And I yeah. think that there's some pieces um, as we're talking here today, I think that there's some pieces of strategy, but they aren't strategy um, in terms of like, do this, do this. There's strategy in terms of positioning ourselves to be in the presence of the Lord and to see the new thing that he's doing and to be responsive to how he leads us. And I think sometimes that, you know, like Kevin was saying, we don't think it looks like we, it doesn't look like we think it should. And God so often is dealing in a different dimension. And I think Mark and I talked about this last week, that God's solutions are often in a different, there's a different dimensionality. Yes. And I think that that's one of the things that in the coming weeks, Lord willing, we'll have some opportunity to unpack some of those different facets of how we might be able to submit ourselves to the Lord and to see it at what it is that yeah. he's doing. Because sometimes yeah. there's dimensions of how oh he's operating that are in that are different than how we normally think of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We are so enamored with our comfort. I think, you know, the first thing, like you're talking about this place of, you know, catching a vision and he's going to do it differently. And yet we bind God up by what we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, as long as I can still have my cake and eat it too. And God's like, actually where you're going is where you've never been. You don't even know how good the cake is. Yeah. Why are you holding on to old cake? Yeah. Why are you holding on to old blessings when I got a whole new thing in store for yeah. you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That would be a, a enjoyable word that you just said, Chris, except for the fact that it's true and I need to apply it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know I'm like itching. I'm like saying it going, yeah. ah, yeah, you know, that came out, Refiner's Fire. <laughs> oh, God. When I first heard that song, that was at the start of 2020, by the way. When I first heard that song, I said, I'm not singing it. I'm not singing it till I can sing it in faith because I'm like, this song's going to cost me. And, you know, I, I, you're the refiner. I want to be consumed. I uh -huh. want to be fried by fire. Come and purify me. You know, I feel like, I feel like this is. I want to burn for you. Yeah. Yes. And there's, uh, it's actually a beautiful song and I love it. Yeah. I just knew it was one of those songs. God's going to get a lot of, a lot of yeses out of that <laughs> song. <laughs> and um, some of them might not have even known how much they were saying yes to, but. Oh man. Um, but I think that there's something that you're, you're saying there, Chris, about, the, about the comfort and um, yeah. a while yeah. ago, the Lord spoke to me and it's always fun when he brings up, you're like, remember when I talked to you that, like that really was for you, wasn't it? But the tension that we often feel is is God pulling us into the new, but we're holding on to the past. And oh, yeah. it's yeah. literally yeah. like this feeling of like, you know, you can get drawn and quartered by holding on to God's vision for your life while still holding on to what is no longer his vision for your life. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Too good. It's too good. Hmm. Well, um, 
one of the things uh, we're probably coming close to at the end of our time. Yeah. Um, and um, and I think we'll get to talk about this a few times too. But um, one of the things that Lana says in her word was that this season that we're coming into, this new time that we're coming into, would be the best season yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I I I know that. I have an expectation. I long for that. But I think that what her word does is is give some substance to some of the things that we really, really wanted. When yeah. she says something like, this is the best season, people writing in their journals saying, this is the best season yet. I can't believe this. This is amazing. And I can see people doing it. I could see me doing it. I could see me writing in, yeah. in, in, a, in a journal and thinking, Agreed. I can, I can I can't really believe you know and I think that's Ephesians three twenty type thing you know it's like it God is. is able to do immeasurably more things that we've declared things that we've you know heard um, you know stuff from um, before um, what we've what we're finding is um, the reality of that yes that the the Lord has tailor made as she says here some things for us. Yes. Leanne says, William Wallacing, letting go of what was for what is to be can be heartrending because the future is scary. I want to speak to that because Lana actually speaks to that specific thing. She says, your upgrade in this new land looks totally different to your previous land, but the fruitfulness in the new land will be bountiful. Uh That is why the spirit of fear has been screaming at so many that Uh they will lose their land or they won't enter into their land because the enemy wants to prevent God's people from moving into the bountiful Uh fruitfulness that awaits them in the new land. You are receiving your harvest. Your harvest will not not be stolen, but your harvest will be multiplied. He, he was bringing his people to a whole new level of faith, a new level of expectation, and a yeah. new level of dreaming. The people of God were moving higher, out of the chains of disappointment, weariness, yep. and heartsickness, into a place of accessing, in greater ways, the inheritance that mm-hmm. is theirs in Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's that battle over fear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 And it, um, I kind of want to pray into that fear thing. Go for it. Yeah, because I felt like the fear thing is a battle for the promise as well. Yeah. yeah. Right. Go for it, Peter. I'll yeah. start. Christian, jump in. Go there. Father, I pray yeah. that you would separate fear from your children. And I pray, Father, that your children would know that fear has been separated from them. And I pray, Father, that the places in which fear had been wedded to their thought processes and to their life would be severed in the name of Jesus. I declare that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I also declare that his perfect love casts out fear. There is no longer a fear or expectation of torment. Mm-hmm. I pray, Father, that specific fears that had bound us in the last season, the fear of man, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, Specific fears would be broken off in tangible ways so that the promises can be realized. 
We, we declare Hebrews, which says we are not as those who cast off our confidence. Our confidence has a great reward in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you that you create new neural pathways for yep. people so that the connection that used to exist between this brings fear yep. or this means fear That's is right. no longer there, that they're yep. separated. Thank you, Jesus. And that there's new pathways that mm -hmm. what used to create fear now creates faith, now creates mm -hmm. yep. a feeling yep. and a sense of um, excitement uh, and a Thank sense you. of that, so that, Lord, that you are reconfiguring our neural pathways, that you um, that you are causing that the, um, the, what used to be a, the the effect used to be a fear is no longer that it, it just can't wow. connect. So good, it's, that's it. It's disconnected. That's it. It's there's yep. a disconnect between mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So we, Father, we thank you that you you you're so able to do that. Yeah. You're so able to do that with people that are listening now or people that listen to the at some time in the future, mm -hmm. even years later. But they pick this up and they listen yeah. to it and they hear this prayer. That's it. Father God, that they receive it and they say, yes, that's for me. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going into. I'm going okay. into a new time and I'm differently configured. I have a different configuration. I have a different yeah. operating system yes. because I've been upgraded by the yes. one who created me yep. and Come he on. has the ability to be able to put a new operating system. So I thank mm -hmm. you for the operating system upgrade, Ooh. Father yeah. God, the, the new patches that you put in there that have changed these neural pathways. Yes, thank you, Lord. That's good. Mm. Yeah, and I just declare that the old trigger that sent us into fear or hopelessness um, now sends us into That's faith, it. hope, and love, mm. sends us mm. into the place mm. When we get triggered to be afraid, we're actually built up in our most holy faith. Yes. When, when the enemy comes in, we just reject every attack of fear and loss. Yes. We, we just, we just, um, we sit in a place where we understand that every time the enemy steals, it's a lie because he already has to repay it. Like it, it's like there's there's a, a fresh paradigm uh, surrounding loss, God, that you want us to have, so we never fear loss again. Come on, that's good. That's so, Father, good. whatever that upgrade is, whatever that needs to look like, that rewiring yeah. of our brain, Father, we're asking that you would set our sights on a bountiful eye, that we would have eyes that view every promise through the lens of harvest through wow. the lens of bounty we would not look at oh no look at how hard this hill is instead we would begin to see where our next step is and god we would run the race in which you set us to run in your presence where there is mm -hmm. perfect peace and Go clarity on. in jesus name amen mm -hmm. come on amen yeah yeah amen. so good so good. Yep, absolutely. Fear is the battle. Go, Peter. Leanne says expectancy. Expect good and great things. Amen. Amen. Well, we bless you, Leanne, and, and everything that your whole family's gone through recently. We just bless yeah. you with the ability to be fearless, to trust God with the bounty. I felt like a lot of this was for you tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
because God wants to set you in a beautiful and pleasant place where you have extreme peace. Yeah. You're going to have, you're going to know your vision and you're going to have a clarity of hearing the Lord speak unlike you've known. Yep. Okay. So go find that, this word, I'll send it to you. Yeah. You'll, you'll no, this, is, this is good. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, mm. really good. In fact, I might just put it in the chat. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. I'm going to drop it in the chat. Anything else, gentlemen? No, I think you're pretty, pretty right. Okay. Well, there, I posted that. Link is in the chat. Um, and uh, this was fun. Really good. Yeah. I think we got so much more to unpack for 2023 yeah um i almost want to cry thinking about how good this year is going to be it's good <laughs> i'm like literally like starting to like like wow i'm just catching a vision um for what god wants to do this next year and it's a little overwhelming i'm excited for it <laughs> the lines are falling yeah, off in pleasant places amen amen so good yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i think that's what we're going to be overwhelmed with you know, the goodness of God and overwhelmed yes, so with good. how things are coming together and all of those sorts of things. But we get to appreciate that because we had three yeah. years of the disconnect and the three years of something yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So cool. good. Okay. Amen. All right. Yep. Amen. Thank you, guys. Bless everybody. Okay. Bless you. We, we sign off. Bye. See you next Bye. week. See ya. See ya.